Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the Word Up Podcast, your daily Bible study companion. We hope you've been blessed by previous episodes. If you're new here, we'd like to say a big welcome. We believe you're not here by accident and we've got something great for you today. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, tea or juice and let's get right into it. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11, New International Version. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I read a swirl from the New Living Translation, which reads, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. I love this verse so much because of how it addresses specific areas in our lives. Firstly, it says, I know the plans I have towards you, says the Lord. This tells us that God has got plans for you. You are in God's plan book. If you've ever worked with busy people, you'd realize how important a plan is. As life gets busier and you get involved in a number of projects, you begin to realize the usefulness of having a plan. The flip side is that, for example, even though you're planned into the schedule of a wealthy and busy person, something may come up which may make that fellow take you out of the plan to attend to a more pressing issue. Not so with God. You're the most pressing issue God has got on his plan book. You're not only important to him, he's paid a huge price for you. I always try to use an analogy to drive this home. If for whatever reason you had two mobile phones, one costed you $100 and the other $1,000, needless to ask which you would pay more attention to so that it's not mal-handled. If anyone wanted to lend your phone, you would probably give the cheaper one and guard the one you paid so much for because it costed a fortune. God has paid a huge price for us all and we are not just among the numbers. We are his treasured possession. God knows the plans he has for you. Even when you seem clueless as to what next to do, God has got you sorted. Isn't that beautiful? And although he's got the whole world in his hands and is everywhere at every time, omnipresent, he's not too busy to forget you. You are in his mind and he cannot stop thinking about you. So now what sort of plans are we talking about here? Let's take another look at the verse of the day, shall we? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Plan to prosper you. Hmm. The word prosper was translated from the Greek word shalom, which is popularly known as a greeting of peace, but means way more than that. It also means completeness, soundness, welfare. Hmm. Completeness in number, soundness in body, 
welfare, health, prosperity, peace, quiet, and tranquility of the mind. Completeness in our relationship with God and humans. Bible says we are complete in Christ. That's with regards to our relationship with God. Completeness also to give you your desired spouse or business partner according to his will. God is saying it is in his plan for you to find the bone of your bone and to be found as the case may be. It is in God's plan that we experience soundness in body. He wants us living in health. Sickness only came into the world through disobedience. The original plan of God for us was to live a sickness-free life. I say it again. The original plan of God for us was to live a sickness-free life. That was why humans were made in his image and likeness, just like him. So Even when we do not take care of our bodies or do the things we're expected to do and consequently fall sick, God has planned to restore soundness to our bodies. So besides completeness, soundness, God also wants to prosper you. God has got plans to prosper you. He said, I will bless the works of your hands. When the blessing of the Lord rests upon our work, we begin to prosper. The common saying when someone sneezes and they say bless you, that phrase means be empowered to prosper. It is God who teaches us to make wealth that he may fulfill the covenant which he made with our ancestors, our patriarchs. So just like eating the wrong meal can make one sick and exercise with a healthy diet helps to keep one fit, there are practices that ignite spiritual prosperity. Note this, for you to harvest, you must have planted. For you to come to the time of harvest and reap something, there must be something you had sown in the time of planting. The most popular use of the word shalom is for peace. God has got a plan of peace for you. Is your heart troubled because you're faced with a situation that seemed too big for you and you don't know what to do? There is an accessible plan of peace for you. The verse again says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God will not and cannot harm you. God will not and cannot harm you. I met a few people today as I went out for a walk and they mentioned to me how they stopped attending churches because they had bad experiences with family who were Christians and so on and so forth. That's not God. If you're in that category, may I ask you to give God a chance to show you how much He loves you. Human beings will always be human beings and will fail and hurt us. But God wants to heal us from the hurt and give us all the things we've mentioned above. Completeness, soundness, welfare, prosperity, and peace, and the likes. As we wrap up this wonderful episode, there is a plan of hope for you in God. You've got a future in Christ. 
It may seem like all hope is lost and there's nothing to live for, but that's the lie of the devil. There is plenty of hope for you. You're not done yet. Your best days are yet to come. They are not behind you, but they are ahead of you. You've got an amazing future if you let Christ bring it out of you. Shall we pray if you want Christ to revive your hope and give you your best future? Let us pray quickly. Dear Father, we thank you for those listening who have lost hope but are willing to be restored. I pray that you be their hope and cause them to experience your love in a new way. In Jesus' name, Amen. What are some life lessons we could learn from this verse? Number one, it's not over with you yet. Your best is yet to come. It is not over with you yet. Your best is yet to come. Number two, even when you've got no plan at all, God has got plans for you, so reach out to him. Lesson number three, God is never too busy to stop thinking about you. He's mindful of you. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your promise to us that you've got plans for us. Thank you for your promise of your plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. Help us to live in the consciousness of this truth and let our hearts and mind be fixed on you as we walk in your plans. Thank you, dear Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning into the Word of Podcast today. We hope you've been inspired by God's Word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at wordofpodcast21 at gmail.com. We'd be delighted to read from you. You could also do it by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word of Podcast. God bless you. Bye-bye.